We are back, fresh off of one of the most insane weekends of football that I can remember. Definitely the most insane day yesterday of football. Those two divisional round games yesterday on Sunday were just absolute insanity. And so it's perfect timing. I'm super excited to be back. Had to take about a week away to take care of the dogs and take care of uh, some stuff. Thank you guys for your patience, but very excited, very excited to be back. I think there's a lot that we can take away here and think about moving forward through the rest of the playoffs, but also um, for next year for future best ball contests. I want to see your teams and I'll maybe show you a couple of my teams, even though they're pretty much all dead. Hopefully you guys have some teams that are alive to ship some of these tournaments. We can get into all that here now. Best ball lessons. NFL Playoff Best Ball Edition. Let's do it. Yeah, so we are back. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Shane. Happy Monday, Tony. It's a fun Monday. It almost feels like yesterday like didn't even happen. I was so absolutely crazy. Both of those games. But I mean, I, it, I can't imagine <laughs> I can't imagine thinking after the Rams Bucks game that we would get a better slash crazier game to finish it up. But like we were talking in the discord, you know, that first game finishes um, obviously with the bucks coming back in one of the most insane fashions we've ever seen. Like people, I found it interesting. People kept talking about uh, like the 28 to three, you know, the, the Brady super bowl 28 to three um, comeback. And like that one was more impressive from Brady's, standpoint not that this one wasn't impressive yesterday it obviously was what the bucks did but it was like blunder after blunder by the rams it's like you couldn't you couldn't dream up a situation where more insane shit happens to one team right cam makers is going in first of all mcfay's running the ball with a few seconds left in the first half but anyway acres is almost getting into the end zone fumbles at the one so they don't score a touchdown there, which probably would have ended the game. They what? They they missed a field goal, a 47-yard field goal short, which apparently we found out that Matt Matt Gay is hurt and he's kicking field goals and it, you know, didn't even have have a chance. Hit the snap over snap over Stafford's head after they basically were just about to put the game away again and the snap goes over Stafford's head and then Akers fumbles again. Akers fumbles again. They give up Jalen Ramsey, you know, the arguably the best corner in the NFL, gives up the long touchdown. Like everything that could have possibly went wrong for the Rams goes wrong. And then Stafford makes two, Stafford and Cup make two just absolutely insane plays to win the game, right? And so all that happens. And I felt the same way as, as Shane here. He says, for anybody listening on the audio, 
I figured somehow Casey and Buffalo would disappoint. Not like we were all like, right. We we're all hyped about that game going in. That's the, like that. That was the game though, the week. That's all like, you know, the, everything else was just appetizers. And then we get that Bucks game and you're like, after that. And after the, like, like you said, like Shane says, you know, I thought that they would, that game would disappoint because we had three crazy games in particular, the one before it. But I mean, the Packers Niners game was crazy in like a bad way. Like it was, you know, it was like, a, it was like a, a car wreck, you know, you know, it's awful, but you just can't, you can't look away type of thing. And obviously, you know, just a total disaster for the Packers and the Bengals Titans game was really good too, you know, in different ways, but we get all these, we get just the best weekend of football ever. And then you get the game of the year, the game we're all looking forward to <laughs> Chiefs bills. And like Shane says, I, I just assumed that it was going to probably disappoint too. Right. And it, it wasn't disappointing, but like what it was seven, seven late in the first half, kind of after the first couple drives, it was like uh, a little, not amazing. And then as Shane said, Chiefs bills went, went hold my beer in the second half, particularly in the last, in the last few minutes. And so I just can't, I just can't imagine that we like have something like, like yesterday happened, like maybe ever again in my life. And as Nick said, we get one of the greatest sports quotes of all time, literally like I, that will be ingrained in my brain forever. And I'll probably want to want to use it like fairly frequently. If it's grim, if you missed this, by the way, go, Go Google it or, or search on, on Twitter. Andy Reid says, if it's grim, go be the grim reaper. Just legendary, absolutely legendary quote. As Rob, Rob says, the Falcons come back the pants. <laughs> Rob, uh, uh, Patriots fan, the, the pants were all the way off. Rams come back, pants were only seven-eighths off. <laughs> I, imagine, I imagine so as a Brady fan. Um, it was not quite the same because it wasn't – like, honestly – Tom wasn't exactly carving up the Rams. What did he throw for 230 or something like that? So anyway, what the point of all this is a, we're all football fans. That was fun as hell, but it's kind of like, you know, converting this over a little bit to like the best ball stuff is it's this stuff is so wild and so crazy, right? We go in, and I think I made a lot of mistakes in these playoff contests. And we can talk about that a little later. But it's also, there, there's just utter anarchy, right? You could never possibly have dreamed, like you couldn't write a movie script that, you know, detailed the way the Rams would let the Bucks back into that game. It's, it's a shit show. It's anarchy, Right. And then the you know that between the Chiefs and the Bills on both sides made mistakes of just absolutely epic proportions and made awesome offensive plays. It was a little bit more of the awesome offense, but but some serious blunders, <laughs> really really serious mistakes, mainly on the Bills side. And the, the Chiefs corners getting cooked up was pretty bad. But like all this is like just such a good reminder about how much chaos how much variance, how much, right? The Chiefs had the ball with 13 seconds left <laughs> and had to go kick a field goal to tie the game to send it to overtime, then had to win the coin toss and go score a touchdown to win. And they did it, which was somehow, you know, like we've forgotten about all the crazy stuff, not forgotten, you know what I mean? But it, it gets a little bit swept under the rug that like Josh Allen and Gabe Davis 
had the most insane two minutes like ever. And so all this chaos is like such a perfect example that like, you know, we're trying to figure it out. It's, there's not like a, a clear path to understanding the actual answer when we're going through the drafts, right? Three weeks ago or whatever, four weeks ago, when we're drafting these playoff best ball teams, it's, it's not, it's not like it's easy to figure this out, but I think um, it's, it's still a great reminder that like we spend a lot of time, like, should we take the Raiders in the last round? Should we take the Eagles in the round, in the last round? Should we do this? Should we do that? And like, at the end of the day, you know, it, it, this whole thing came down to, you know, almost entirely, did you have Gabriel Davis on your team? Right. Um, he certainly didn't hurt you in the first round, uh, particularly like in mittens and stuff where, you know, 33% of the field advanced because he's caught a touchdown, right? He scored 11 points or something like that. <clears throat> and then, you know, had the game of the playoffs. And however, you needed Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes also at quarterback. And Josh Allen was so popular in the second round that like, you know, and, and then put up another 40 spot, right? He has 80 fantasy points or whatever it is, 75, 80 fantasy points. And so, you know, it'll be easy to um, overfit some of these results onto what we think we want to do next year but what i think the real thing is is like if you <clears throat> there were there were plenty of ways to get to really good teams and i'm i'm interested if you're in the discord post post your teams now honestly really anywhere i'll keep it up and and go look but if you're in the discord and you have any teams that are um it, it could be totally dead right you advanced like a bunch of bills and um bucks guys or something well but it could be the opposite like what teams did you get through? Like, how did you get a team that's live through, right? Do you have a Mahomes team? And obviously Gabe Davis is a, is a huge piece as like a, maybe a secondary correlation or a one-off, but like uh, the construction of those teams, if you want to post those in, in, in the discord, if you're not in the discord, um, I post it on Twitter fairly frequently, but if you go to spikeweek.com and go to the, the, the header, you'll see discord 100% free. Um, hundreds of of crazy degenerate best ball players grinding out all these contests and tons of really really fun conversation so make sure you go and um get in there like i i totally would not recommend anything more honestly like watching this stream i appreciate you guys like and subscribe hit that please hit that like like button i'm trying to be better about the self-promotion thing because i'm not very good at it but the biggest thing I would recommend out of anything in all of best ball, more than listening to my dumbass talk is in that discord. It's absolutely incredible. So yeah, I like that. Good idea. Silas put it in the draft underdog draft feedback channel. So it's going to be so easy to be like, and we do this all the time during and during regular draft season and during playoff playoff draft season. It's so easy to, try to fit the results to some narrative and it often I, I joke about it all the time but it often becomes like what if you what if this guy is the guy you need to advance and we just had we, we just had the prime example of that happen right Gabriel Davis was the guy you needed to advance and his team didn't win 
if you didn't have Gabe Davis in this round, it's not a guarantee that you're dead, I guess, technically, but you're probably just pretty fucking dead. <laughs> like, I think you're pro- your team is probably just dead. But how, like, understanding that, but like, no one would have picked out Gabriel Davis, right? We had tons of conversations, um, again, in the Discord about like, you know, people will bring that up, right? Jonathan Taylor was actually the best conversation about it, where JD was going in the first round, right? Now, obviously, the Colts did not make the playoffs, but had they made the playoffs, people, that was a, that was a thing. Like, well, we don't think the Colts are going to make a run, but running back is really bad, and JT is clearly the best and highest upside running back. What if he puts up 30 or 40 in the first round, even if they lose, which I don't think it would would likely happen if they lose, but you get the point. What if running back is really bad? He's the guy that scores 25 or 30 and you need him. That was like the case for taking JT in the first round. And I took a little bit of JT in the first round. But that was like the really the only reason, right? The Colts were not winning the Super Bowl. Sorry for Colts fans. I know Jacob is a shout out to Jacob. I don't remember what Jacob's Twitter handle is. Sorry, Jacob. I would have shouted you out, but... <clears throat> that was like the case for taking Jonathan Taylor's. What if he's the guy you need? The issue with that argument, and that's something that I think becomes more prevalent in playoff, in these playoff contests. This is this is definitely one of the lessons learned. I think I, I have, and I'm very anti the, the what if he's the guy you need. But the the Gabriel Davis being the guy that you needed is the perfect example of we cannot predict who the guy you're going to, you, you're, you're going to, you're going to need. Right. And so we just have to construct our teams about as, as, as best as possible. And I think there's a ton of different ways that we can, that we can do that. I came into it. I came into this and a lot of other people did do, did, did as well. Smart people coming like going to stack up on a, a couple of teams, maybe one other team, right. We talked about different constructions. Four, three, three, five, three, two, blah, 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 right? All all these different constructions this year clearly showed you that there's a lot of alternatives to what we think are the the clear and obvious strategies for these drafts, right? <clears throat> because particularly you wanted Chiefs and Bills. Now we almost assuredly knew that the chiefs and bills were going to play in the second round, right? Assuming they both, assuming they both won, right. Which is, we felt fairly confident, in. but we knew they were going to play. We basically knew they were going to play in the second round. And so if they're playing in the second round, obviously having them both on the same roster playoff, best ball roster, you're guaranteeing yourself that, you know, that team is not going to, going to advance. However, they, they have the two highest upside quarterbacks. They have most of the highest upside pass catchers and they have good running backs too. Now it ended up being Jarek McKinnon, but he's been a useful, a useful player too. I thought pour one out, pour one out for Daryl Williams. My God. I thought I felt so, I felt so smart, which doesn't happen very often, by the way, I felt so smart, like the CEH injury thing and Daryl, was was uh gonna be the guy in the playoffs right this is damian williams we, i just found the next damian williams he was so cheap i was just loading up on daryl i had like no ceh and then it's fucking jarek mckinnon just going nuts in the playoffs of course 
And now, what if Jarek McKinnon is the guy you need? But anyway, I digress. And I just think um, the big lesson that I'm taking away that, that keeps sticking in my head is just like, there's, there's so, <laughs> the winter, the winter tree sermon. That is such a, <laughs> for anyone, we don't need to go into the tray, the, the, the tray sermon thing, but that is, that is, we had, a, we had good conversations around that. I love that flea. Great comment. <clears throat> but like, I really want to, next year, we'll, we'll like double back to this video or something. We'll definitely do, do more next year around these playoff contests. Cause I mean, they're going to be batshit insane next year. If you thought this year was crazy with like what all these mittens and drafters is launched drafters filled their main tournament so quickly that they a smaller, um, you know, less uh, volume website than than underdog. They filled their playoff contest so fast that they had to launch another one, and I believe it filled. DraftKings just throws out the worst, most ridiculous playoff best ball <laughs> contest format of all time. All they did was to take their regular season one and just create contests for it. That filled so fast, even though everybody you had to do twenty round. You had to do 20 round playoff best ball drafts. DraftKings was just like, fuck it. We're gonna, we're just gonna run this out there. And it the 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 thirst for these playoff contests is so much that that filled and they launched another another contest, even though people had to do 20 round, 20 round drafts. Just absolutely, absolutely um I mean, yes, Tony. The 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 king of the king of, of DraftKings best ball. Says the DK playoff contest was garbage, and so that's how you know it was definitely garbage. Um, but he, but but their contests were filling. Like that's just just how crazy this um, this playoff best ball stuff is. So that's why I, I think it's important that we talk about it. Like and talking about it in the moment like this, I think is good. I think it's good too. We'll definitely talk about it next week because we'll be leading into the Super Bowl. I would love to get. I, I know I don't have any teams that can definitely win any of these tournaments, but I would love to just get a team through. I think I'm very Rams dependent on that. Um, I don't even know what I was talking about now. We're just having fun. We're shooting the shit. Let me hit some of these. Uh, a yes, Jenks. Thank you. Smash the like. Smash the like. Like I said, we're trying to do better self-promotion subscribe and like i'm trying to to get the youtube channel booming actually going to be a perfect uh lead into going to be in even increasing the content on the youtube channel got a got a bunch of people i'm working with you guys are all you guys are super sharp whether it's written content social media um some streams and stuff i'm very excited about some stuff we're going to be rolling out here very very quickly um let me let me hit some of these comments though <laughs> i agree just just play the best plays silas silas says just pick the just pick the best plays easy game easy game just pick mahomes with what maybe kelsey mckinnon pringle's been pretty good pringle's been pretty good uh but did gabe davis and then what? What on the other side? Um, probably can't get cup with that. Odell's been all right, right? Cam, a Cam Akers. Cam Akers, he, he didn't have a good game this week, but 
if you took Cam Akers. If we just cherry pick all the good, all the best plays, I don't, I don't know why that's so hard. Hope, Hope says my best team left has Mahomes, Daryl, Kelsey, T. Higgins, George Kittle, and Byron Pringle. So let me. So you need Chiefs, 49ers. You need Chiefs, 49ers, and you'll have every position filled. It's just that you basically probably need running back not to matter. And like the, that's the crazy thing about that. I have no idea what to expect. I'm, I didn't advance that many teams, but when I, when, when it, you know, and most of them are dead. Like I said, I think I have a couple of teams that are, are even like remotely live and they're not actually really live to win any of the tournaments, but they might be like, I can fill every roster spot basically on uh, some teams. I'm interested to see like this team to me, based on what I saw everybody post in the discord, what I saw people post on Twitter, this team to me sounds like a freaking juggernaut. Like, and that's crazy. We're like, you, you basically don't have a running back. <laughs> you don't have a running back and like you need, you know, Byron Pringle. And frankly, George Kittle hasn't been good either. You need George Kittle or Byron Pringle to do something. And that assumes that Higgins and, and Higgins, who knows if Higgins is going to do something, right? If, if we would have, you know, gone back to when we were drafting and you said you had this team advanced through, you'd be like, yeah, RIP to that team. That team sucks. But that might be one of the best teams in your group. Because so many, just so many teams are going to be dead. Like, I'm fascinated, absolutely fascinated to see what happens with, uh, like, what all the, the groups and stuff and stuff look like. Eric says, we're back on the Eric thing. Eric says, all my Bills teams are dead that got through, except for one team that I drafted on, on your stream where I took Jimmy G with the last pick. We'll post the Discord. Okay, I will, once I get through some of these comments, I'll start pulling up some of these some of these teams, but that is very funny. As they say, drafting with the idiot streamers is the most plus EV thing you can do in best ball. So I'm very happy to continue that trend for someone who is now banking on Jimmy G <laughs> now banking on Jimmy G Ethan, 90% of the advancing teams in my lobbies were Allen and Gabe stack. That's what I'm saying. Al Josh Allen, Gabe Davis teams are like, what got people through, right? Even even Mike Evans smashed. Um, Aaron Jones, I mean, I, I don't know what like Aaron Jones' advance rate is going to be, but Aaron Jones crushed. Fournette crushed. Like all these guys on these losing, <laughs> these losing teams, Singletary was fine, right? Singletary helped you. Um, there was all these guys on these, these losing teams that were, were A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown was awesome right? Monster, monster performance. And they're all dead, right? And then to compound that, like the 49ers advanced and did nothing. They had z like, talk about the usable weeks. Z they didn't have a single player with like what we would call a usable week. You tr trust me, my, my only, I finished third there. So the big mitten in, in the, the second round is six. I had one, I, only, I drafted two big mitten teams. One of them got through and it was an Allen Gabe team, but there was two other. So it's three of the six teams had Allen Gabe Davis stacks. So that was freaking painful. 
And, but then like one of my secondary correlations was 49ers. It's like, if I, if, well, obviously I had the bills, but I'm thinking I had Rams, like I, I believe Odell at Rams and 49ers secondary stacks with my a bills main stack is, was my big mitten team. And I'm sitting like feeling really, really good uh, heading into the, the bills game, obviously if the bills win, but um, alas, I finished, I finished third. Um, yeah, this is, this is true. Um, I posted about this on Twitter. We'll definitely get into this here in this. I, I wanted almost, I, we might do a freaking whole show on the bills in this off season because I posted about it on Twitter and I think they're like the most fascinating team. So I don't want to elaborate too much on this, but Tony says, I, I don't know how I'm going to get any bills next year. Cause I'm going to be lower on digs and probably not high enough on Gabe. And, um, and and you might not be high enough on Singletary, and you'll almost assuredly not be high enough on Josh Allen because he's going to go really high. Um, but they are a fascinating team to think about for for next year. Hope says, I have a great mitten, mitten, return, mitten returns team with Mahomes, Akers, Tyreek, Debo, Kittle, Hardman, Van, good Lord, Van Jefferson and Demarcus Robinson. But I messed up not getting any Chiefs running back. I mean, if the Rams win, who cares? You got Cam Akers. That's a monster. That's a monster. Absolute monster. Harbs. Shout out Harbs. Harbs says, in every single one of my gauntlets I advanced, all Stafford teams. That's nice. The other two guys who advanced had Josh Allen. Wild. That's interesting. That's interesting. Are any of those Stafford teams um, – you know, like super live. Cause I mean, that that's how you advanced without basically the, you know, n- not without the bills. Cause like I said, Gabe, but that's how you advanced a team. That's really live is, is, is Stafford. Right. Cause he did enough. He did enough um, to get you there in both rounds. <clears throat> as long as you, you know, you really needed like the nuts around him to get there because of what Mahomes and um, Josh Allen did, but you could do, you could, you could, you could get there with Stafford. And so that's, so, and so now you want to talk about galbrating this shit is like the, the live teams, right. Are like, gotta be like mostly Stafford, right. Because so many Allen teams crushed. I'm thinking that now like Stafford is going to be the like kind of chalky guy, not, not for this round that for this next round, Josh Allen's still going to be the probably the chalkiest quarterback, but for like the Super Bowl teams that will get through that are alive to win have to be Stafford teams. I think that's my, my guess. David says, do you think that Gabe Davis shows the viability of the four, two, two, one, one build with the one-offs being upside players? Yeah. A hundred percent. I think I think that that's that's and not just four two two one one, but also four two two two, and and you can be okay. In, so if, you, if even if you went four two two two, even if your even if your four is against one of your twos, that can be okay because you still have two other pairs from the opposing conference, and like you said. I have two, right? If, if you had a, if you had a Mahomes, let's just say Mahomes, Mahomes chief stack as your four, and then you had Gabe Davis and Dawson Knox, right? 
Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, Chiefs stack. And then you had two 49ers and two Rams. Like that's literally like the nuts. Cause you would have just cr- like you would have crushed right now. Obviously you have to get the right kind of combinations of, of players, but f- also this four, two, one, this kind of stuff is, I think like the next, the, the next level of all this playoff best ball stuff that we're talking about. Everybody wants to myself included wants to talk about, you know, all these exact constructions I want to do and correlations and, and blah, blah, blah. There's so many more, like there's less constructions as crazy as, as it sounds to me in the regular season best ball contests than there, than there are in these contests. You can do a lot of different, as long as your lineup gives you a path, right? And a lot of people's path was the bills and that got blown up, but like, had the Bills had a had the Bills won, we would be having a very different conversation today. But you know, as long as you have a path, particularly if it gives you some kind of you know uniqueness, drink for using the code word. Uh, particularly, you know, if you are able to, like like you said, build in the leverage the leverage building the upside to get you there while still having that, that, that scenario, that story of, of the Super Bowl. like that's the way to do it. And we, we don't have to be so rigid. Right. And I think I, particularly when we first started drafting, I was fairly rigid. I really started to open up talking to you guys again in the discord, talking to um, you know other people, seeing other people's drafts, all that kind of stuff. Like, I, th- I, th- I think there's just like a million different ways to to slice and dice these best ball contests. And um, I think that ultimately that's like kind of my biggest takeaway really um, is like a synopsis of basically what, what David, what David said. Um, <laughs> 20 rounds and I still couldn't get a Lundar says 20 rounds and I still couldn't get a decent roster into the next round on DK. That is uh that is uh did uh, Harbs asked? Did yeah? Let us start there. Let me start with um, pulling up. Sorry, I should have had this. Harbs asked, "Did you advance some gauntlets?" Yes. Let me share my screen. Uh, live best ball. So. I had, um, oh, we can just run through some of these really. In the wild card, zero. Had six, had six teams. I forget, I mean, I, I don't, uh, was the, I think the wild card was my worst. Yeah, the wild card was my worst uh, advance rate. And then I got six teams through and none of them, none of them advanced. We had one third place team here and all just awful. Damian Harris. No Gabe Davis. Look at that. We got Vikings. Got the Vikings and Patriots. Awful. Um, But in, so here was the big, the big mitten. I'll just show that really quickly because you see here, this guy had, had the Allen Gabe Davis. He obviously advanced and and he had uh, Aaron Jones, Devontae with Debo and Kittle. 
Um, Haji, that's interesting. But he's you know, he's dead. Lemmings had almost the same, you know, very very similar team. And then my team had the had Allen, Singletary, Diggs, Gabe with NFC NFC guys. And I had Mitchell. Um, oh, I thought I had Rams on here, so I apologize. I'm wrong. I went with a one-off Mitchell. No, I went Mitchell Kittle, Kirk Ertz, and then a one-off Cedric Wilson. So, um, you know, that was my that was I was basically clinging to that one because I kind of knew uh, how things were going in the the gauntlet and such. So anyway, let's pull up the gauntlet. So I got a few teams through. Four teams here through in the gauntlet. We can pull them. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I looked at them earlier today. All dead. Did have so have one. Allen Stafford team. Obviously, Allen has carried that. Why did I take Stafford? I'm actually honestly not not sure. But I mean, to get Allen Stafford, Cup, and Diggs with Singletary and Eli Mitchell. R.I.P. to Amari. I obviously had Gabe <clears throat> on that team, but it has, you know, so obviously the, the issue is I don't have any, I don't have uh, any chiefs or any Bengals on this team, but it does have Stafford, Sony, um, Mitchell cup, Odell going in the next round. So like, you know, not dead to advance to the finals, but you know, definitely dead to win anything in the tournament another josh allen team early early gauntlet team here obviously early gauntlet team with uh let me zoom in a little bit sorry um like i said early gauntlet team with uh drafting dalvin jefferson had cd on there mike evans so obviously an allen series every time i say cd my my Siri on my laptop uh, pops up. It's kind of funny. <clears throat> anyway, uh, obviously this team is stone dead. Does it even have a player? No, zero. So so there's a great example. This team will this team will advance with zero players into the next round. Crazy. Also kind of funny to advance a uh, <laughs> Dalvin Cook Justin Jefferson team. From very from very early on. Next one. So yeah, I had 15 teams and got four through to the next round. But same thing here. You know, Josh Allen, Singletary, Aaron Jones. And so Bills, Rams, Packers, Bucks. Bills, Rams, Packers, Bucks. And like <laughs> dead. You know? But like, I mean, you know, how how can you complain about this? You know, it's like if the Bills win, if Bills, you got your, you know, you either had Aaron Jones, um, you know, it's some combination of assuming you're trying to get the Bills through to the Super Bowl, right? Bills with Cup, Aaron Jones, Odell, double, you know, a, a triple Bills stack. You have the ancillary Bucks guys. Obviously, they sucked, but you know, what can you do? Uh, that team is pretty fun but dead, of course. 
and then went with a went with a. I was uh, I was trying to mix in some. We talked about from the same conference thing, like uh, get me some teams playing each other in the same conference, and then bet on something in in the opposite. You know, bet on something in kind of the opposite conference. So that's what you see here with some uh, some 49ers and Bucks action with with stacks of the other side. Right. So you were getting either Mitchell or Derrick Henry through or Singletary, actually. And then um, you have A.J. Brown with Tannehill. You know, so anyway, I actually don't think this team is perfect. Perfectly constructed. But also funny, again, uh, zero advancing. Yeah, no, Mitchell, Eli Mitchell and George Kittle. Right. So advancing two two total players. So as you see, four gauntlet teams for me. And um, they all suck. They are all dead. Let's pull up. Um, a couple comments. Flea, Flea says, what if it's a Cincinnati and San Francisco Super Bowl? How many teams would still be alive then? Not many. Not many. Um, because people weren't. We talked about that probably in mostly just like the week or two leading up to when the playoffs started that, you know, people were not building in the, the Bengals finally got pricey enough. That there might be a, a few more than maybe expected. But the problem was, again, if you have five players from those two teams, they didn't do enough in the playoffs to help you. Right. So you would you needed to have what Gabe and Aaron Jones and Lenny and. Um, you know, you needed to have Mike Evans. You needed to have these monster performances because like the quarterbacks definitely didn't do enough. You know, did you have Josh Allen, I guess with one of them, you know, it's a very, I don't know how you thread that needle on the, on the combination of those two, of those two teams. So it's very, 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 very difficult. Harb says my best team is Stafford Mixon. Um, let me so I can start getting these teams pulled up. <clears throat> My best team is Stafford, Mixon, Akers, Cup, Odell, Chase, Van, with three Bills that are are not playing. So Stafford to Cup, Akers, Odell, Van with Mixon. So you are very live. Obviously need the Bengals to win, <laughs> which is um, – and uh, shit, the 49ers own – the Rams so much. I guess the Rams might even be a little bit of a tough ask here. But in terms of liveness, this is a monstrously live team. Like if this team if if this team gets Rams Bengals through to the championship, you are the favorite. Probably, you know, unless other people have the same combination like the favorite. You know, for sure one of the favorites, maybe the favorite. Eric says, all my Bills teams are dead that got through except for one gauntlet team that I drafted. Oh, shit. I pulled up that comment already. Eric, mind meld. Um, Shane Shane needs Rams, Bengals, Super Bowl. That makes sense to me. Silas has this gauntlet team that literally has zero players. Join the club. Matt says, in the mitten returns, I went with 50% Lenny and 44% Gabe. <laughs> Next week is going to hurt. Yep. Advance rate. 
you got your advance rate. If you can post on Twitter about your advance rate this week, and that'll, you know, that's people love that, right? People love the advance rates, even though our goal is to win these tournaments. No, this is not shade at you, Matt. Sorry. But like people love the advance rate thing, even though it's like you advanced to the semifinals, like you like tripled your money. And did you triple your money? I don't know. Like uh, <laughs> the goal is to win the tournament. So I like my team suck. They're all dead. So like, what can I do? <clears throat> uh, Hope, I'll get you. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll get you hooked up here in a second. Um. I can post a link in the chat here in just a second. So also, if you are watching this <clears throat> and you, um, you're you you're not watching this live, but you are watching this after the fact, there is a link to the Discord. Sorry, I know I'm behind on the, I'm behind on the comments, but there is a link to the Discord in the chat. Um, Matt says, these YouTube videos got me into best ball. Shout out to you, Matt. Thank you for watching. So glad I discovered it. And I catch 43% of my mitten returns. Jesus, 43%. That is good. Shout out to you. Um, Hope says I Hope says I got through 21 of 21 of 46. 21 of 46. Wow. Uh mitten two and three teams. Love the game theory and have been to DFS for a couple seasons. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. 21 of 46. That's very good. That's very impressive. Um, <clears throat> Hope says, I've been trying, or I've been thinking about the exact same thing of trying to build a same conference championship stack. Yeah, I start this is a, with a 4 2 2 2, because then you get two pairs, right, of the other conference. You, you made, you know, you, you're making bets on something playing out and it doesn't have to be like the most like the most plus ev or the most um i guess i don't want to say most plus ev it doesn't have to be the most uh the, the cleanest path right that that's in like dfs and 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 even honestly in in regular season best ball the cleanest path is actually the typically the best thing that we can do but in these playoff contests, I, I, that was something I was building like cleanest path lineups, cleanest path teams when we first started. It's like, okay, I'm just going to four, two, two, two this with four, you know, four bills and three pairs of two from the other conference or four, three, three or whatever, right? Building the cleanest path thing. And I think that's not, you know, the cleanest, there, there is not going to be, unless there, unless like the chalk plays out, there's probably not going to be a clean path to first. And so constructing around the anarchy for a very specific low probability path, which is what we just saw play, right? This is the, the, what the playoffs that have played out here is a very crazy, hyper-specific low probability scenario is what has just happened. So how, you know, I don't think that there's necessarily like specific takeaways, like, oh, we should have drafted – Stafford and Gabe Davis and blah, blah, blah. I don't think that that's the thing, but I think that the takeaway is building for hyper-specific, low-probability outcomes. And, like, that means a lot of different things, right? That isn't really, like, the world's greatest advice. It is, but, it, like, however you're taking that on on 
on a specific team. And this is one very good example that Hope, that Hope brings up. <laughs> yeah, Arb says, I hope that team that you have zero players advancing is in my group. I'm sure everybody does. I got a bunch of dead teams, and you want them all in your groups because my teams suck. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Trying to hit some of these. Yeah, hope hope says to Harbs that team is nuts. Harbs that team is that team is nuts. One time, one time is for sure. What percentage? <laughs> Jinx asks, what percentage of teams advancing have zero players alive? Like probably a lot more than you would think. <laughs> Which is just the the Chiefs, the Super Bowl favorite, right? The Super Bowl favorite, despite not having a bye, the best team in the NFL, the Chiefs, advance to the conference championship. They're definitely now the Super Bowl favorite. Two of the chalkier, like, underdog upset type picks, Bengals, 49ers, advanced to the conference championship. And then the Rams were like, other than Cooper Cup, the Rams were all, like, extremely affordable in these drafts. And so, like, the... What how this played out isn't that crazy, and yet just the way the scoring happened, it's like impossible to get a team through that you know, like Harbs's team. It's like that, that is like so rare. Um, let me see. All right, you got in there, Hope. Thank you. Yeah, Rob says he was waiting for the dog's appearance, they made it. They're doing much better now. The one, the one guy is. Uh, my wife describes it as. Uh, she said it. He looks like the guy from. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, what's the movie now? I'm forgetting, but it looks like he looks like Rufio. He's a black dog. They're they're shepherd huskies, so they have a lot of thick thick fur, but they had to uh, shave a lot of his head and stuff to. Uh, fix him up to help you know, get him get him get him better and so he like has like it's almost looks like a dog like he looks like rufio i mean he looks like rubio so that's we might have to change hook thank you thank you guys hook hook exactly but that's what he looks like rufio his name is taz but we're gonna have to change his name to rufio i think because that's what he looks like now he looks ridiculous uh but uh Doing, be- do- doing better, as you can see, with uh, the, the playing around and barking back in the show. Back in the show. King King says, I agree, but advance rate is helpful with the room variance. Definitely. Adv- I like to like make jokes and stuff about advance rate, but it's not actually like really serious. I think uh, advance rate is part of the game. In order to win, you have to continue advancing. 100%. It's just... Um, the end goal is is not to advance the most teams. The end goal is to win to win first place. Um, if you go back, if you are subscribed, like and subscribe. If you are subscribed, or if you have watched um, a few weeks ago when I did the Wednesday show with Liam, who won the uh, who won Best Ball Mania this year for a million dollars on Underdog Fantasy promo code Spike. He had a like. Terrible advance rate. Shout out Liam. Liam is brilliant and a great um, follow him at Chess Liam on Twitter. He's he's awesome. Also, probably could use some follows and some positive vibes 
because he's a diehard Bills fan. Also, his Bills stack, his Bills stack won him a million dollars. So, like, how sad can you really be, honestly? But um, his advance rate was not very good. Actually, he was underweight on like all the all the league all the league winners. But he just constructed teams in a really great way that allowed him to uh, have the upside to win a million dollars playing playing best ball. Um, Gabe Davis broke the tournament. Gabe Davis knifed my <laughs> David says Gabe Davis knifed my advance rate right in the heart. I agree. All right, let me hit a couple before we get out of here. Let me hit a couple of Discord uh, teams here. Silas has. Josh, Allen, I don't remember what we were talking So you have to apologize or uh, bear with me because I don't remember what we were talking about when we first started getting these posted in here. But Josh Allen team, Big Dog, Singletary, Acres, Cup, Odell. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Super, super. God, the Bills. I am interested in what you guys think about this, because I've been thinking about this a lot. Like if the bills had one, can you imagine what the next round would look like? I mean, just crazy. Like the bills, the, the bills chalk would be so absolutely outrageous. It'd be so hard to differentiate yourself in the next round. If the bills, if the bills had one, Shane has a team. Oh, here we go. So Stafford, Mixon, acres, cup, T Odell, yeah. Okay. Stafford, Acres, Cup, Odell, with Mixon, T. Higgins, Bringbacks, super live. Same thing. You and uh, you and uh, <clears throat> um, Harbs are rooting for rooting for the same thing here. Lundar has a hold on. What did you say? At least have enough guys to fill each position, which is better than uh, all my teams. So shout out to you, Burrow, Mixon, Sony. Cup, T, and Vane. Yeah. See, like, I would be super excited. I, I, I would be, I would be super excited about any team that can actually fill out all the positions. Which is like, I like I said, I just never would have thought that that's where we where we would be with this. Chase has a. Oh, okay, hold on. God damn it, Chase! This screenshot is horrible. There's a there's do you see this right here? Can you see my mouse? The, like, just use this button, bud. Come on. We're better than this. We're better than this. Uh the this is the this is the uh Jimmy G team. This is Jimmy G team. Okay. Jimmy G, Mitchell and CEH, Tyreek, Kittle, Ayuk. Good luck. <laughs> Rooting for Jimmy G when Mahomes and Burrow are playing on the other side and uh, and Stafford is there. That's 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 going to be a fun sweat. That's the Harbs. I assume this is the Harbs team. Yeah, yeah. Just a smash. An absolute smash. Mark. Mark's got a good one. Stafford, Daryl, Mitchell, Cup, Kelsey, Odell, Van. Good Lord. Oh, my gosh. Rams Chiefs. I haven't heard many of the Rams Chiefs, right? A Rams stack with a Kelsey Daryl bring back. Mitchell can help you get there. 
the Super Bowl, right? Wow. Really good team. Really good team. Ants got, oh my goodness. Has both Mahomes and Stafford. CEH, Mitchell, and CEH, Mitchell, and Mixon. And you have Tyreek, Odell, and Pringle. So you can still fill out wide receiver. Smash. What a smash. Amazing. How did this team get through, by the way? Crazy. Absolute, absolute smash. Yeah. David says, how did Mark get that team? How did, how did you get Cup Kelsey? Awesome team. Awesome team. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. I expect a, I expect a ghost show about all your uh, best ball teams, Rob. Um, this was great. Super, yeah. Here, here is Mark. Mark, shout out to Mark. Also a um, brilliant NBA guy. If you like to play NBA best ball, love, love talking to Mark about NBA best ball. He's in the Discord posting and NBA stuff. Um, but he was at the, at the turn, says he was at the turn and got a Cup Kelsey team. Turned it into a Stafford stack and a monster squad. Like a, a monster. Super, super live squad but this was a ton of fun uh super happy to be back thank you guys as always for hanging out um starting next week be cranking out some more new shows but for for now we're sticking back to the monday wednesday friday schedule so we'll be back wednesday with best ball bros to uh chop it up hang out with another guy from around the best ball space. If you haven't watched the first couple of episodes, we've already done um, one, like I said, mentioned earlier with Liam at chess, Liam on Twitter, the winner of best ball mania two for a million dollars. And then also high, high school buddy of mine, Tony Castro winner of the DraftKings Millie maker um, can find those here. If you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, you can um, go back and watch those. And we'll have another one on Wednesday with a guest that's soon to be announced. Thank you guys for hanging out, had a ton of fun. Like I said, happy to be back and I will see you guys on Wednesday.